Atonement for Me, Episode 16, Beauty Isn't Bleached, with Cynthia Stills. Hey, Magical Misfits, it's Kate and Ivy, and welcome to Atonement for Me with Luai slash Cynthia. Hi. <laughs> so. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, you just kind of camped out on my couch and didn't leave. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you make friends. They become really good stalkers. Because <laughs> you can stand out that front window and just look in. Yeah. Because you can just stand. Easily. Easily. No problem. What was this, the third floor? I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just knock on the window. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. No. Um, why are you here? I don't know. You invited me. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's mainly for the tea and because COVID, everybody is lonely. And this one always has something to say. It's true. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that the both of us talk a lot about is... How do I even say this? I guess it would be beauty isn't bleached. So mm, how... That's a good way to say it, yeah. How the makeup industry, which the both of us have been heavily involved in, mm-hmm. how that changes our perspective on beauty by mm-hmm. kind of narrowing the focus to a Eurocentric standard, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you would say. Because we both worked at Sephora for years. We both are makeup artists on the side. Mm -hmm. We both model on the side. So we see a lot of different facets. We've seen like a lot of angles, yeah. We've both had makeup done on us. We've both had, yeah. So it's, we get to see the makeup artist side, the model side, the actor side, the uh, retail side. And even the the, the brand development side, because I did work for a brand too. Mm -hmm. So we've covered. Yeah. So that means we have a lot of makeup. Yeah. And that means that we've tried a lot of makeup. A lot of, and a lot of like angles of perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like when we're trying something, there's a lot of things that we're actually looking for mm-hmm. other than just like color and texture yeah. and pigment and mm-hmm. payoff and all that. But one of the things that we would do all the time when we were together at Sephora was whenever there was a new product out, mm-hmm. we would be swatching it for color to see how dark the shades were mm-hmm. or if they had a summer bronzer out and you're just like bronzer that's so cute it's this brightening powder it's a- <laughs> i set my concealer with it that is not bronze <laughs> it's brightening powder <laughs> like it shows up lighter on our skin yeah. this is the beginning of summer or gray so- or, or gray. pure ash yeah yeah but this is usually, they come out with those in the spring. So mm-hmm. we haven't even got our summer color yet. Nope. Nope. So even so bronzers, mm-hmm. tinting products, yeah. foundations and concealers, mm-hmm. trying to find a range. We might not be dark personally, mm-hmm. but we're super yellow. Yeah, it's even um, a lot of brands will don't come out with olivey undertones too. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, so my issue was like I'd even be on set and everyone wants to match me yellow because that's what you think. But then I look like I got jaundice the house. Like it's like my liver dropped, my liver failed. <laughs> but then you put me in something pink and I look gray. Yeah. And I just think like that's pretty crazy because like I'm a medium tone. Like I there's still a lot of options for me and that's me i can't imagine if i was black it's even way less options and it's almost like the darker you go up the color scale the less and the more narrow your options get in terms of not only foundations but bronzer is you know some people are don't have anything to contour with they I have was, to use eyeshadow i was literally about to yeah, say that things like that like it's how many times on set have you had to use eyeshadow on a darker because they didn't provide the you know so it's or you, even as a makeup artist being asked can you can you offer services to people of color like that shouldn't be should not be a question. A question. It's cringy, yeah. And it I understand why people have to ask mm-hmm. it and I appreciate that they are being kind of inclusive in that way, but oh my it hurts my heart. If you are professionally doing makeup, your kit should be equipped to take any skin tone and if it's not then you don't have a complete kit. So yeah. like also when I say um when they don't provide the colors on so set has a budget and they provide the makeup there that's why i said that there but other than like a makeup artist should have every color in their kit or you are not ready yeah unless you're specializing and say this is my body painting kit mm-hmm. which you don't have skin colors in that you mm-hmm. have colors so you're obviously equipped you're right but not every makeup artist will have access to every shade Mm -hmm. range that a brand offers and making people pick and choose Mm -hmm. that's so uncomfortable it's true i've been asked a lot of times like do you like a few of my bridesmaids are people of color are you equipped to and i'm like i can't believe this i'm being asked this of course it's crazy it's crazy and even like when you take it from a retail point of view like people who are darker in color coming in and saying, oh, I'm excited about this new launch, but is it gonna match me? Like that's, she's she's like not even sure if she wants to be fully excited for it yet because she doesn't want the disappointment of like, well, fuck, I can't use it. Yeah. It's yeah. sad. Or like, I've seen, I've seen this online and everybody's using it on Instagram or TikTok and they really want to use it. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at her going, ooh, honey, I can't even use that. Mm-hmm. And it's so uncomfortable because it's obviously not our fault. We just work there. But we're the ones who are buffering. We have to give, deliver the message. We have, to, we have to pretty much be the face of that company being like, no, we weren't thinking about you. Yeah. Or we don't feel that your representation is worth investing in because mm-hmm. the the excuse that is put out there time and time again is always how, so how do you deal with that like when you are in a situation where it doesn't go like this line doesn't go dark enough for your client how would you deal with that are you just like i know i'm blunt about it i just say there's no color for you here which is like 
You know, there's... I've, I feel like if, if I was in their shoes, it's almost more annoying to me if someone was trying to, like, sugarcoat it and, like, go around it. Like, no, this, this is the truth of the matter. Let's find something that works. Yeah. And I feel like you're blunt, too, so I could see you doing that as well. But also, I have no poker face. Yeah, no, you... <laughs> I, I do. There's so many times that I've looked across, like, and we're talking like, this is a big, big room, and I look across, and Caitlin's head is so tiny, but I can see her like. <laughs> yeah. And you're like still with your client. <laughs> <laughs> but like sometimes they they're, they're talking and they're they want a specific product and they're like mm. so for it, and I'm just looking at them like. Yeah. And they're going, I don't want that. Yeah. And I'm going, so usually I don't have to say it. Yeah. I just make them say it and then agree with them. But it's it's so crazy. Like, and that's like, this is, we actually have options at Sephora, but Sephora's, you know, higher end price range. Some Not people, everybody wants to spend that. Some people can't afford that. So if you do go to the beauty counter in the drugstore, that's even less. Oh my God. Trying to find a, like, I didn't wear foundation until I was in beauty school. Because mm -hmm. I couldn't find one. Because it's 50 shades of beige and then the one orange color, just to say, like, we did. Yeah. Is the tea, like, honestly. Yeah. Or you're just, like, that limited product that they put out for, like, the summertime glow. Mm -hmm. And you're like, that's my skin. <laughs> or like they put out like their bronzer and you're just like, oh my God, finally a setting powder. Because huh. <laughs> how many times have you, like we got like those bronzer sticks in right mm -hmm. when the summer goes and it's supposed to like give you that like beautiful sun kiss glow and like I put it on and it looks like I just put a glue stick on me. And that's before I get summer color. Mm -hmm. So we go from like mid-tone to like dark yeah. in like a day. Yeah, we, we get dark really quick. And it's really strange because I find in spring and fall, you really start to see the like sliding scale mm. of like privilege yeah. almost coming into play. Because as you lose color, you're I, treated I as more a of a human. I do. I honestly, like, I do see a difference from when I am at my darkest in summer than my lightest in winter. And that's, like, and that's, again, I relate it to, like, and I still consider myself to have, like, lighter privilege. And that's even considering that and I'm seeing it. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy. I know. And like, even for me, because I'm dark by like Caucasian standards and I'm dark by like by the most standard, European yeah. standards, but I'm dark by Asian standards, yeah. which is a different standard base than the Eurocentric. And especially when I go super, super dark, mm -hmm. that's when I start to get problems from both. But I'm, even though I'm super, super dark for 
like an Asian mm -hmm. or even a Filipino, I'm considered light skinned and almost equated to a white person by some of my black friends. Right. And it's just like, okay, so you're too dark for this mm -hmm. and you're too dark for this, but you're too light for this. And it's just like, all of these different facets where you don't fit into that like standard mold of what they think beauty is mm -hmm. or beauty should be. And to have that change over the course of a year just because of the color of my skin is mind well, It's mind blowing. Boggling. You didn't do nothing. You just like, that's the thing. You didn't do anything and you, you could see the difference. Yeah. I think I can relate to that in, like, the aspect of, like, well, I grew up mostly in Canada, so I would be considered, like, for, from an Arab standpoint, I would be considered westernized. Mm -hmm. So, like, to the Arabs, I'm too westernized. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then to the white people, it's, like, I, that in-between, I'm not sure. But the, it's so weird because then there's, like, okay, well... You're you're foreign enough to be treated differently, but you're not dark enough to um, be respected by like fellow Arabs or fellow. That's how I feel sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but then it's just like it's perception, right? I could probably speak Arabic better than most of them, or like it's just things like that. But it's a perception of them. Mm -hmm. It's just so crazy. It's just all, all something to think about. And it's literally. Things that we cannot control. We mm -hmm. can't control where we grew up. We can't control what color our skin is. Mm -hmm. But then we go to work, mm -hmm. especially in the beauty industry or on set. And all of that doesn't matter because you need to fit into like that yeah. one little mold. And it's just like, man, I can't control what I'm like for mm -hmm. all of the year. I'm a sliding scale here and you want me to fit into like this little box here. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't you hate being called a white Asian? People say, oh, you're like a white Asian. Yeah. People say that to me all the time. You're like a white but Arab. You're, you're but you're practically white. But you could speak English. <laughs> but you don't you don't have an accent like you you don't you speak white yeah. oh i hate that you I speak white it. like what does it's that like, mean what do you mean after yeah. every after everything i say somebody just comes along with white out and like just like there's strips of white yeah. as close captioning when people see me i i it, that really really bothers me because i was born in canada uh -huh. raised by a canadian family yeah. have that they their ancestry is British, mm -hmm. so Canadian history, British history, all that I totally understand. Mm -hmm. But I've, but people expect me not to, because I. Well, that's like I was watching one of your previous episodes a while ago, and I remember you saying something, and it really like put a light bulb in my head because like. Uh, so when I came here, I just, I came here with my family and, you know, it was like I could see everything. But you got to see the difference of how you were treated and how your family was treated. Yeah. For me, it was like ignorance is bliss. I didn't know. I just thought that's how everything was for everyone. But then you got to see the difference that your experiences were different. And that one like kind of stuck with me. I was like, shit, that's, you know, like, yeah, I had struggles, but I, at the time, I thought it was, this was normal, but you got that wake up call. 
mm-hmm. that this is not right. One of the things I remember, because we talk about this all the time, we mm-hmm. talked about this at work, but one of the things was we were talking about how a lot of clients come in and they want to be lighter, mm-hmm. lighter foundation colors, brighter, mm-hmm. brighter, brighter, and mm-hmm. whitening. And we were talking about that. And then I brought up, what about tanning? Right. And you said, well, that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not a thing. It's not the same. But how is that not the same? Mm-hmm. You're still changing your, the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. But if you go darker, you have the privilege of being seen as wealthy because you, can, you can afford the tanning products. You can afford to go on vacation. But you don't have any of the downfalls of having that actual color skin. Mm-hmm. But it's the same way goes the other way. If you're lightening, lightening your skin, you're taking on a different color to try and be something else. But that doesn't mean you get the privileges. And I remember like when we had that, like at the time I didn't understand because I was like, well, what's, you know, it's tanning, whatever. But now, and I remember when you worded it like that, I clicked and then is like, it's, it's just like um, Kylie Jenner's new launch has she and that's when I saw that I was like wow that's crazy I would see this and I would think you are a Lebanese pop star a hundred percent I would never think anything about it but it's like that's okay that's fine but you don't get to dress and look like us and then also like um have all the privileges have all the privilege and then also like uh put us down at the same time so it's like okay if you want to if you want to take my culture that's it's not fine, but it's okay. But at least uh, acknowledge it and like, you know? So it's like, from our point of view, we're seeing it as we're having our culture stolen and we're being treated with racism by the same people. And it's like, if, if I was to wear a lighter foundation color, and this happens to me all the time because <laughs> sliding scale of color, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just, it's gonna happen. Yeah, me too. It's in the midpoint. Mm-hmm. And you try and balance it out, but it's gonna happen. I know that when people see me, they're gonna be like, oh, she's trying to be lighter. Mm-hmm. And and they'll look, they look at you with pity as if you're trying to be something that you're not. Yeah. And that you're trying to fit in. But if one of my friends went and got a tan, oh, your skin looks so good. Mm-hmm. What did, what did you use? Where did you go? It's, it's celebrated mm-hmm. as opposed to a shame of mine. That's so it's true. It's still the same, practically the same products. Mm-hmm. But the tan can come off right. and you resume that person. And the white makeup or like lighter makeup can come Mm -hmm. off and you're still going to be dark Mm -hmm. it's not going to change anything makeup can only change so much but because of the way it's marketed to us because of the way it's so interesting though because like it's like you said here it's all about being more tan but like our countries it's all it's being lighter is preferred and it's just so like and that really like kind of like puts that 
grain in our minds from an early age, even though you don't realize it. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like when you look in the mirror and you're just like, oh God, I look sick today. Yeah. Like, ooh, oh dear. And then somebody goes, oh, look at your skin. It looks so good. And you know that they're telling you that because you're lighter. Mm. And yet they're bringing up your light skin. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you're like, I look. Like you're being celebrated for being lighter. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like a consolation prize. Here, you get a ribbon for trying mm -hmm. to participate and trying to be white. Right. That's what it, it feels like. Or when you have people come up to, to you and you're, they're just like, well, what, what lightener do you use? Because you're light-skinned. But I also know that in two seconds, I'm going to have an Asian go, oh, you're super dark. Mm. But, or when people say, can you help me tape my eyelids or where did you get your lids done hmm. and it's just like that's like so personal to ask where'd you get your eyelids done damn or people saying oh they did a really good job i'm born with that she's born with it but also the thing is like that one thing people look at me and think that I've surgically enhanced to mm -hmm. make myself. Because it's also ingrained in our culture too. It's so ingrained in beauty standards that it's ingrained in our culture as well, which is pretty fucked up. Like that's like the, I was telling you once, I had a Arab client who, she couldn't speak English. So I had to spoke with her in Arabic to help her. And what she was so surprised that I was Arab and was like celebrating me being like, oh, but you're so beautiful. You look like the Canadians. And I was like, I feel uncomfortable. Like, what does that mean? I, I, oh, but she was genuinely like thought she was being nice celebrating me for it. Yeah. I've had clients tell me that you should go to the Philippines and if you stay light, you can be, you can be like an actress or something. Just like, okay, well, well, thanks. But mm. like, that's not necessarily what I'm going for. Mm. I don't want to like, come in as an outsider, like I wasn't born in the Philippines, and just come into the Philippines and just like be this Western idea mm -hmm. of, of their beauty because it's something that they can see right. in me. They see themselves, but it's also that Western. Yeah. Well, in the East, there's a lightener product every other shelf. Everything Everywhere. has Everything lightener in lightening. it. Yeah, that's like the Hand main marketing. Cream. Like shampoo, cause for your scalp. Everything, yeah. Body soap, they, uh, kojic soap is very popular, kojic acid. Yeah. Hydroquinone is the top main ingredient for lightening. Yeah, cause people do anywhere that you could possibly be dark, you can lighten. Mm -hmm. You can lighten your knees, you can lighten your toes, you can lighten your elbows. We have been there at Sephora mm -hmm. comparing products on our knuckles because we have lightened right. our knuckles. So let's let's get into that. Let's explain that. So our culture, uh, in a lot of Eastern cultures, it's very common that... Um, well, actually, even in some like black cultures, too, people do it that they lighten the darker parts of their body. So like it's not like you want to be overall lighter, but you just don't want darker armpits or darker elbows, knuckles, genitals. So and it's 
it's sad because like I remember growing up, I like I had much darker knuckles and kids would always ask me like, well, wh why are your hands dirty or why are your knuckles dirty? I'd be in the shower like scrubbing until I bled trying to get the dirt off, mm -hmm. just confused. Why is it like that? I don't understand. It's so stupid. It's, it's fucking knuckles. Like who? But that stuff thicker skin imagine ingrained in you yeah yep but even like we get asked a lot like well what do you guys have that can lighten armpits because a lot of people have darker armpits it's common anywhere where you shave often yeah but doesn't that i stopped i had to stop i said this is you know it's it's not doing anything good yeah and it's just like just love yourself how you are right and it all, even though it's like, I felt like I'm not trying to lighten myself. I feel like it's still, even though it's from my culture, I feel like it's still kind of contributing to anti-blackness. Yeah. Like, you know. It's such a strange line to walk. Yeah. Because you have your background. You can't change that. No. But you also have the society you live in and you don't want to fall into the like the molds that they've already set out mm -hmm. for you but you don't want to always be considered exotic mm -hmm. or like other you're 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 a white arab mm -hmm. you're a white asian you don't count as mm -hmm. arab because of this yeah but then from the other side you don't count as white because of this right You're, and it's that, that shifting where do we go that shifting where, stance. where do you go right and it's just like we just in ourselves come can cover quite mm -hmm. a spectrum of color mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with being dark mm -hmm. with being light it's just us mm -hmm. beauty isn't bleached and that's the tea. And that's the tea.